social ladies. All the 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 social ladies. Now put your phones up. Welcome to All the Social Ladies with CEO of Likeable Media, Carrie Kerpin. Because if you're social, then you really should be tweeting us. If you're social, then you really could be leading us. You can't have what people say it's so mysterious. Because you're social, you're a leader and you're serious. Now, Carrie Kerpin. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of All the Social Ladies. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likeable Media, and today I am thrilled to introduce Christy McNeil. Christy McNeil serves as the social media and digital strategy manager for Patron Spirits Company, the world's number one premium tequila. In addition to her online communications and marketing duties, Christy works as the voice behind Patron Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook accounts. Previously, Christy managed social media communications for Southwest Airlines and was a key developer of the social business model and roadmap for the airline. Christy has been featured in the New York Times... Mashable.com and USA Today as a communicator that, quote, gets it. And most recently, she was named a social media MVP by PR News. So this girl knows what she is doing. And I can't wait for you to meet her today. Welcome, Christy. <laughs> Thank you. What an intro. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you. And I, I really love uh, that you were described as a communicator who just gets it. Your your story and your history really indicates that, especially being kind of at the forefront of developing that sort of social business model. Why don't you tell us the story of how you got into a career in social and just the story of your path? So basically, I studied journalism in, in, in college and you know, communications and writing and um, connecting with people has always been something that I, I just love. It was a very natural path for me to head down. I enjoyed writing. I enjoyed um, participating in, you know, different journalism activities through the school. Um, TCU is my alma mater in Fort Worth, Texas, so go Frogs. Woohoo! Um, anyway, when I, when I graduated, I um, knew I wanted to work in the travel industry. That was something that was super appealing to me. I had grown up in the aviation um, industry. So I, w- I was interested in that for a career. So I got a job working for STA Travel, which is a student um, travel agency. They really focus on you know, spring break getaways and, and, and stuff like that. Um, and when I started there, it was you know early, early on in the digital kind of communications convergence. So I had a great opportunity to work on the social channels there and really start up some of those um, we were kind of young, eager, you know, straight out of college and had a lot of freedom to experiment. So that was that was a great experience for me. From there, I moved on um, to work for Southwest Airlines. And I hired in at Southwest uh, as a PR coordinator. So I was very entry-level, very eager PR uh, girl. I, I was anxious to talk to the media and do interviews and all that. But On the same hand, I was very intrigued by the digital aspects of how we could communicate as an airline. Um, You know, more and more we were seeing our customers turn to booking online versus calling into book and just the way people um, shifted the way they wanted to communicate with the airline was something that we had an opportunity to observe. So at Southwest, I had the opportunity to work on some of our uh, initial social media channels. I helped launch Twitter and our Facebook page and YouTube, Pinterest. You know, as these channels popped up, we had the freedom um, to to really experiment how they could work 
for the airline. So uh, that's kind of how my career took off, <laughs> literally working in travel. <laughs> I loved every minute of it. You know, doing social media for an airline can be very hectic, but you know, for an airline like Southwest Airlines, the brand is so loved and there are so many wonderful, fun stories that allowed us to connect with our customers. So social was a, was a great tool in enabling that. So after seven years with the Love Airline, I took a little career twist and moved over um, to work in social media and really developed social media for the Patron Spirits Company. And um, I was contacted by someone I really respect in the industry, Adrian Parker, um, he reached out to me and said he's building a digital practice. Would I come over and join his team? And, you know, it was just one of those opportunities to start up something fresh and something new. Um, so that was very intriguing to me. So it sounds like starting things and building things is a key interest of yours because you really were involved in the build around Southwest and the build of Patron as well. Is that something that intrigues you and excites you about social media in general is the opportunity to create new presences and new things? I, I think it is. You know, I think for for me, I love that challenge, and it is it is a challenge. You know, yep. to to find your voice and to find the content strategy and to get buy in from your internal colleagues and you know make sure the customers understand what you're saying. Th- those will be challenges for any brand. You know, that's starting out online, um, and for Patron and for Southwest Airlines, it was it was no different. So yes, I, I love that challenge. I also love being the voice of a of a loved brand. You know, Patron Tequila is in that same vein as Southwest Airlines as an iconic, trusted brand that people love and they respect and, and they want to be a part of their lives. One of the things that you mentioned there is about getting buy-in, right, when you're starting something new and you're building this and getting buy-in from the team. How do you find that you are able to get buy-in to impact change in an organization through social? How do, how do you convince the C-suite that this is something that they should be doing? Or do you think that they need to inherently already support it? I think a Patron coming into an organization that had identified the need for very specific um digital practice. Yeah. That was something that was decided, you know, months, probably years before I started there, they, you know, identified that that was a need that they had for, um, for their marketing practice. And so having that already been identified as a need was, was awesome to step into that kind of role when the C-suite and your leadership, they get it, they love it, and they want you to do more. <laughs> you know, they're yep. very excited about it. Um, on the other hand, I've worked for an organization that moved a little bit slower, and um, there was some internal education that had to happen, and, um, you know, that was a very slow seven-year process at Southwest, you know, starting at the very beginning until the day I left, we were still doing a lot of internal evangelizing around why social was so critical and so important. Um, I think one of the key things that you have to do is Find that executive leader who can be your cheerleader and can be your evangelist. Um, they really get it. They understand it. They practice and love it themselves. At Patron, our CMO, um, he is a very frequent Twitterer. He loves Twitter. Yes. He gets Twitter. And so that makes our practice um, much easier to understand. He, he gets it. And he can be an advocate for us. That's incredible. So tell me a little bit about the social strategy of Patron. I know you said they recognize the need. So how did you then bring that to life? So at Patron, it's all about really maximizing the share of voice online. You know, like you mentioned in the intro, we are the world's number one premium tequila. We've been around for 25 years. People really love tequila and they love Patron. Um, you know, it's a very iconic bottle. They can go into a bar, they can go into a store and see our bottle and know that it can be trusted and they know it's a good brand. 
Um, they can take it to a party and everyone will love them. It's, it's that kind of brand. So that's great. Um, the conversations that are taking place on social channels about Patron, you know, it's finding those influencers and those really brand advocates and bringing them to life and finding opportunities to reshare and uh, rebroadcast their stories, you know, so they know that their loved brand is listening to them. So that's one thing. I think another, I think another piece for us is education. So, you know, since Patron is such an iconic brand, I think there are some misperceptions about how our tequila is made. And I think there are folks out there who maybe don't understand, you know, where our brand comes from, you know, where we are made, you know, we are made in, in the heart of Jalisco, Mexico, you know, and we have a huge, beautiful hacienda where we distill this tequila and it's such an amazing story and social channels really provide us the best avenue to tell that story in a, in a real fashion. We had a new product that we launched over the summer that really did focus on that handmade artisanal process of making tequila, and it's Roca Patron is that new tequila line. Um, and so one of the challenges that we had, or should I say opportunities that we had with that new line of tequilas was to tell that really handcrafted story mm-hmm. of making Patron. Um, and again, social, whether that's Instagram, Facebook, or Pinterest, has helped us really bring that story to life in an authentic way. I love that. So it's, you're able to tell that story and how it's made in the entire process all through social. Correct. And, and, you know, there are some real tequila aficionados out there that just, you know, love, love, love to learn about tequila and where it comes from and the history. And so, again, by providing this really great content through Instagram, through Facebook, through Twitter, um, we can kind of unlock that passion for them. And so you also, I'm sure, have a lot of loyal devotees, right? And you guys, I think, have created something to work with your loyalists, the, the Patron Social Club, right? Mm-hmm. The Patron Social Club has been around for many, many years. Um, it's actually a really cool program that allows our biggest fans to join um, the Social Club. And by becoming a member you can then be invited to events all around the country. Tonight we're doing a big event in Denver. Awesome. That we'll have some social club members at. You know, you get access to unique recipes, to food pairings, to kind of special social club content for just social club fans. So, yeah, it's a great way for us to connect with those super fans and, and give them that insider look and, and exclusive access to some of our best events. And so it sounds like the social club was actually around before the social presence. Yeah, it actually was, which is kind of a funny thing. We were social before we knew exactly. what social could be. Um, you know, it was started as, you know, really a CRM, mm-hmm. you know, kind of database, a loyalty database. And, um, and now it's grown into this, you know, really awesome platform for our fans to connect. And, you know, over the next few months and, and years, we really have some opportunities, I think, in place to make the social club a little bit more social by nature and, and really evangelizing it across all of our social channels as well as connecting it with some of our social channels. So, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity there that we'll hopefully tackle in the next few years or so. That sounds great. Socializing that social club. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So tell me how you evaluate which social channels Patron should be on. Obviously, you guys are regulated in in terms of that you're an alcohol brand, but Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about what channels you're on and why. So we are absolutely regulated. Um, You know, airline industry, we dealt with a lot of regulations as well. Um, Liquor industry is is no different. Spirits industry is no different. So that is something that we have to comply with. You know, we have to make sure users on a said site um, are over the age of 21. So that's kind of bar to entry number one. Um, And then the second thing that we evaluate is where can our content really come to life the best? Just this past April, we launched Twitter and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Twitter, we are now one of the top 
alcohol brands on Twitter, which is crazy how quickly um, our Twitter account has really taken off. Our fans just want to connect. They want to share those photos. And Instagram is very similar. You know, Instagram, um, we have a lot of success in posting recipes and resharing our fans' best content. We do a lot of kind of regramming and resharing of, of beautiful images from, you know, people's weekend celebrations and things like that. And so those are kind of our primary channels right now. I'd say Facebook, Twitter, and then Instagram. And how do you determine what constitutes success for the brand? What are you doing to measure the success of social for Patron? So we have a few different measures of success at Patron for how we use our social channels. Um, One of them is that share of voice that I mentioned early on. Mm -hmm. How much are our fans talking? Are we giving them content that they want to reshare, that they want to engage with? Um, are we gaining new fans and followers? You know, how can we continue to get people to fan and follow us? Um, you know, I think that's something that's argued pretty heavily in the social media industry is fan acquisition and, you know, what do you do with your fans once you get them? But for us, that really does measure um, the popularity and, and the um, love factor of our brand. You mm-hmm. know, like I said, we are the world's pre- number one premium tequila. How do we bring that to life in social channels? We should be number one there as well, in our opinion. Those are really two of the primary things that we look at. We also look at um, just overall conversational trends. So what are people talking about? Are there current um, hot events or trends in tequila? The other day we saw some trending around um, a recipe was circulating around on the web that was all about milkshakes and tequila. (laughs) So kind of boozy milkshakes, which is um, kind of fun. And there was this one article that was being posted pretty heavily. Uh, We have an arsenal of of, uh, different tequila recipes, and we actually had one that was a beautiful Patron XO Cafe dark cocoa recipe mixed in a a milkshake. And it was a really fun image that we had shot a few years ago. And so we reposted that content, and our fans just went crazy over it. They loved that recipe. So... Again, it's like tapping into what are current trends and how people are consuming tequila and how can we mirror our content to um, to be a part of those trends. I actually really love what you said there because that's the type of real-time content that's very different from the, quote, Oreo moment, right? Is like <laughs> you're listening to what's happening, something that's relevant to your brand, and then you're responding with a solution and, a, and an opportunity that is related to that. So I, I really love that right. use case. I, I love it. I love right. that. Another one that we had that was kind of fun, um, that kind of is tied into the whole real-time listening thing that's unique to to Patron was um, during the Mad Men mid-season finale. We had two spots running during that um, show. We also had some really fun recipes that were classic cocktails dressed up like certain characters. Um, you'd have to go to our Twitter account to understand exactly what I'm talking about. Our Facebook, they're posted there as well. But during the show, Peggy Olson, who's one of the account um, directors with um, the Mad Men yes. agency, is it Sterling Cooper, Draper, Price, yes. whatever, um, she made a comment in the show about, well, where's the liquor cabinet when you need it, or something kind of along those lines. Right. Um, and so since we'd had integration, you know, with an ad, um, during the show, we thought it'd be a fun opportunity to respond to the actual Peggy Olson that tweets. Yes. Um, on behalf of the show. Yes. And so we sent her a funny little response like, well, where's the Patron when you need it or something kind of cute like that. So again, just, you know, making sure that we're tuned in with those current events. Where's our brand being seen and how can we participate in those same activations? And tell me a little bit about how you staff for social. So that that type of listening requires definitely effort. How is Patron staffed to be able to handle that? 
oh, we are lean and mean. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it. So, you know, that's one of the things that I, I am trying to work on right now with Patron is really educating our internal employees on the power of social so they can really be those field reporters and help, um, I guess, staff the social team per se. Yep. You know, because you never really know where you're going to get a story or a piece of content or, you know, what someone might tweet. So you have to really educate your employees to to feed that back to you. So currently on our team, um, it's, it's myself. I'm the social media manager for Patron. And then Adrian Parker is my boss, and he does – he's the VP of digital. Yep. So he kind of dabbles in both a little bit. Um, and then we lean pretty heavily on our agency, Razorfish, um, to help us manage day-to-day social. So – Again, very lean and mean, um, trying to activate in real time as well as tackle big projects coming up, you know, but I, I just have to say I'm, I'm very pleased with our success so far, you know, growing so quickly on Twitter and organically on Instagram just speaks volumes of, of the brand and the power that's behind it. So, Christy, do you feel like it's hard for you as part of a lean team? Um, and in general, you're, you know, very, very early into social, very socially integrated person, obviously an MVP. Do you feel like it's difficult for you to turn it off? Do you like, are you always <laughs> checking the Patron, the Patron handles and all of that? I am. I will say that I would be checking social media even if I weren't working Right, Patron. You know, that's right. just a natural part of my um, daily lifestyle. I think yep. as I've gotten more confident, more comfortable um, in the role of a social media manager, whether that's for Southwest Airlines or Patron, um, I think you kind of understand the timing and flow of communication from your customers and know what times they're going to be online and know what's going to make them excited and, and you need to respond to them pretty quickly. Um Doing social for a spirits company is very, very different than doing social for a, a customer service, yes. you know, airline. Yes, yes. So, so that sort of always on, always on call, waiting for the crisis, um, you know, that's not so much at Patron, which is, which is kind of nice. <laughs> I, I would um, imagine it would be a great change, actually. A, ni- a nice, is, change. nice change. Yes, yes, yes. That makes a lot of sense, actually. So what would you say right now is Patron's biggest challenge in social? Hmm. I think one of the things that um, is an opportunity for us, um, not so much a challenge, but just an opportunity, is to find very streamlined ways to execute those surprise and delight moments for mm-hmm. our fans online. Mm-hmm. You know, so we see a fan talk about a very exciting event in their life, or we see something amazing that's happened to them. What can we do to celebrate those moments with them um, legally, of course, and yeah. um, and and make them surprised and delighted that Patron reached out to them? That's a I great... think that's an opportunity for us. I think the other one that's really big for us right now is internal social adoption. Yeah. Um, so we are in the process right now of deploying an internal um, social collaboration platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I think will bring a tremendous amount of value to our uh, just collaboration across the enterprise to make sure that we are getting the latest information and we can educate folks on how to use social media and, and, and they can educate each other on how to use tequila for that matter. Um, <laughs> so that will be an, an interesting uh, change for the organization that we're deploying this fall. So um, two pretty big opportunities on the forefront for us. And I know, Christy, that you've spoken at a variety of different events, including Social Fresh West and the Brands Only Summit, socialmedia.org. Mm-hmm. And you have one coming up, right? Are you speaking at Reagan? I am speaking at a Reagan event um, in Dallas, and then I'm also doing Loma in L.A. Oh, me too. I'll see you there. That'll be really, oh, really yay, fun. Yay. <laughs> so tell me, um, when you speak, what 
first of all, is that something that you always, always love to do? Or is that something you had to like work on to have the confidence to do? Is that something that came natural to you? It's something that came natural to me. I'm, I've always been a performer. I love performing. And I, and like I told you in the beginning, I love connecting with people and um, educating people, I think is really a lot of it. You know, I, I've um, been to conferences where people are just going to their first social media conference or they just started managing a Twitter account for a brand. Um, and so the opportunity to educate and share my experiences, I think I, I love that. I want to share the message and <laughs> I want to show people what a fun job this is and, so um, great. and why it's a great line of work to be in. And so with sharing your message and sharing your experiences, what advice would you have for people who want to be you in a few years? You know, we've got a lot of young listeners, a lot of people who are listening to the show and thinking, I want to get into this career. What advice would you have for them? My advice would be to always be curious, to take it upon yourself to to learn about new platforms, new products, new brands that are kind of up and coming, you know, teach yourself a new skill. Um, I've always told our interns, you know, at Southwest, they had a huge intern program. Um, And one of the things I always told those folks, I, I would say, make sure that you understand and can kind of dabble in every different facet of communications and marketing. So try to gather that experience along your career. Get a little experience in in PR. Get a little experience in event planning, in writing, in mobile communication, and website design. Kind of dabble in it all. And then from there, hone your expertise in a certain area. Because those are all skills that a social media or a digital marketing manager uses every single day. And if you had to pick one skill that was the most important skill, for a social media marketer, what do you think it is? Writing. Me too. <laughs> I, I do think too. the ability to write and convey a message in 140 characters or less. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a hard skill. And I think, um, you know, taking it from just beyond a campaign to just overall communication to your fans, I think that's something that um, is missed in a lot of marketing efforts. So the, the more you can write, the better you get at writing, uh, the better off you'll be career-wise. And Christy, just really quick, I've been asking a lot of our social ladies this question. I would love for you to tell me Patron's brand voice in three words and then your personal brand in three words. Three words to describe your personal brand and three words to describe Patron's brand. Usually it's easier to describe the brand you work for than than the you, but (laughs) uh, we'll see. Oh, man. Um... Give me a minute. I got to brainstorm. You brainstorm. Okay, I would say for Patron. Yep. I would say elevated, accessible. Oh. And authentic. Authentic. Nice. Mm-hmm. And how about the Christy McNeil brand? I would say warm, confident, and authentic. I love it. So like <laughs> Christy and Patron, we are having a special authentic moment of the live on the spot thinking of the <laughs> brand descriptions. I absolutely love it. And Christy, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And if you, people want to follow you and follow Patron, give us all the handles, the handle download. Okay. So you can follow Patron on Instagram and Twitter just at Patron, um, pretty simple. And then on Twitter and Instagram to follow me, it's at Christy McNeil with two L's. Two L's. Thank you so (laughs) much, Christy. It was a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks a bunch. 
You've been listening to All the Social Ladies with Carrie Kerpin, CEO of Likeable Media. You can follow Carrie on Twitter, at Carrie Kerpin. To get current social media insights and great tips, sign up for Carrie's weekly newsletter by emailing newsletter at likeable.com.